Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, let me hear that, man. <laughs> Are you gonna pad? Man, this scene was so thick. Low riders, 77 Seville, L Dogs, them but them blacks. All the players, all the hustle. I'm talking about a black man having here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's beginning to look a lot like wood Follow my every step Take notes on how I crept I was about to go in depth This is the way I greet my season Here's my get to rep I kept To say the least No, no, it can't cease So I began to piece my two and two together Got no snowy weather Have to find something to do better bet I said some time, so shut up that Nonsense about some solid, solid I got sick, crock if it ain't real, ain't right I'm like no matter what the season Forever chill with Smith I sent my fifth I chill with Wes and got my reason So tell me what did you expect You thought I'd break my Neck to help y'all deck the, the, Oh no, I got other means of celebrating I'm getting blizzard at Hojo I got the hoochie waiting I made it through another year Can't act for nothing much more It's outcast for the books I thought you knew so now you know Let's go Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to a very special edition Of Chair Shot Radio this ChairShot Radio is indeed brought to you by the ChairShot Radio Network and everybody over at thechairshot.com where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way by always using your head. This ChairShot Radio is special and different because this is a ChairShot Radio you may be hearing more frequently than not. And this ChairShot Radio includes two individuals, PC and Platt. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny in your podcast, Jedi, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Velvet Pipes. His mama made him mash his M&Ms. It's Christopher Platt. She also made me eat my vegetables, which yeah, is how I grew to be a, so big and strong, kids. So woman. listen to that. It's a good woman. Greetings and, greetings and salutations, salutations and greetings, ladies and gentlemen. And I am happy to be here for the inaugural edition of PCP. No, I just I think you need to say it. <laughs> I just wanted to say PCP. Yeah, I you figured. Know, yeah, a little inebriated. Why not? Never hurt nobody. Ah, cheers. Yeah, don't drink and yeah. drive. Drink a podcast. Yeah. 
And you might spill it if you drink and drive, so don't do it. Yes, well, they would like to call this show PC and Platt. Um, as much as Chris is going to try and name it the other thing. Just don't do that. No brain cells were wasted coming up with this title, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> are we going to end up with a <laughs> Like, listen, if this thing gets big enough, we'll have a shirt. It's Are You on PCP? Hey, I can smoke a bag of that. P, not, not PCP. Talk about the shirt idea. Just, just to clarify. I'm going to training day the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, you don't like to get wet? <laughs> and we're off and running already right here on PC and Platt. Chair Shot Radio Edition. Chris, before we get going, speaking of T-shirts, I mean, you are a man that is – fathered uh, a, a few winners here um why don't you let everybody know where they can find all that good stuff well ladies and gentlemen gentlemen and ladies springtime is damn near upon us depending on what area of the country you're in it's kind of sort of here maybe not technically but it's here i mean it was 70 degrees down here in hotlanta today so it's time to it's short sleeve weather it's shorts and short sleeve weather plus never forget we started this whole endeavor out as a wrestling site, i.e. the chair shot. It's mania season. Why not celebrate it by simultaneously celebrating your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We've got something for everyone. You hate Fox News. You hate CNN. Guess what? You hate Meltzer, Keller. Hashtag journalism. Rally against the machine, brothers and sisters. Fight the good fight, right? We've got my favorite. Easter is almost here. Jesus did the job. This is literally the season Jesus job, right? And his dad was the promoter. You know the shirt. You've seen it before. My new favorite, of course, is Nefarious Means. Maybe you don't feel like ordering WrestleMania. Maybe you don't have the cack, but you still want to watch WrestleMania. How are you going to do that? And you can't be there through Nefarious Means. And you can celebrate and have the shirt. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please remember the chairshot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. That's road, folks. Indeedy do. That is true. Uh, you can find everything streaming on ChairShot Radio Network on the chairshot.com and on all of your favorite streaming platforms, uh, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, on and on and on. Right now, we're going to take a break. But when we come back... Go ahead, Platt. We'll each give our best best one before we go. I'm 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 Batman. That was horrible. I'm I'm I I'm not good at it. Where is it? You wouldn't live with the whole damn system. You're listening to PC and Platt Chairshot Radio. We'll be right back. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, Platt. We're both going to see it this weekend. I have tickets already. You plan on having Amber order your tickets tonight sometime. Um, (laughs) Don't act like it's not a true story. I mean, I'm just saying yes, but come on, man. <laughs> Don't mess me out like that. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm sure you'll return the favor. Um, so what is what is the first thing you remember about Batman? Was it a cartoon? Was it an action figure you got? Was it a lunchbox? Was it a poster? Was it a commercial you saw for a movie? I mean, I think I knew who Batman was before I remember 
but I don't remember anything before going to see um, the Michael Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson movie in the theaters my grandparents took me to see. So maybe it was a cartoon I seen before that. But once I seen that, I was like, all right, I'm hooked. It's funny, Tony. My first memory of Batman would probably be my draws. Because as a kid, I I had Batman and Superman on my underwear. And my, my cousin Ross, rest his soul, I would tie a blanket around my neck and act like I was flying like Superman and I'd have my Superman and Batman draws on. And this asshole stepped on the blanket and choked me. <laughs> I was like three or four years old. <laughs> but I think that was probably my introduction into Batman. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I saw the car, the cartoons. I was really uh, big into the Adam West Batman TV show that came out in the 60s. I, I've seen all those episodes probably about five or six times each, even the, the Maver TV movie they've done. I, yeah, I've always been here for Batman. I had Batman toys and, and regalia and whatnot. And then, of course, I was excited about the Michael Keaton Batman, and it certainly didn't disappoint. At least the first two didn't disappoint. But it, it's interesting, man, because we're working right now with Robert Pattinson. What is this? Our, our sixth Batman in, what, 32 years or something crazy like that? Yeah, I Like, suppose. yeah, don't, can't tell me Hollywood ain't out, ain't ran out of ideas, man. But Batman is a compelling character, though, and there's so many layers to it. So. All right, so while that was playing, I want you to tell me how many of the words can you remember that came up when someone got hit? Because every time you heard the horn go, Row! the the onomatopoeias would show up, the words that make sounds. So do you, you remember what those all were? Boom, bang, pow, kablooey, kaboom. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's some I forgot. Uh, did I say pow? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was more. Google it, kids, if you're not familiar. It's, it's super campy, but it worked, especially in that day, and it worked for what it was. And Adam West, rest his soul, he was, he was cool as shit. It was like there was like Biff and Pow and yes, Cliff Biff, and yes, Twat and shit like that. Yes. Anyway, there you have it. There you have it. Just had to throw a little sound effects from the old Adam West Batman in there. Um, who is your favorite Batman of all time? Probably Michael Keaton. I, I'm I'm still going to go with Michael Keaton. I like the Christian Bale movies, but as I was alluding to before we went to break, man, that ridiculous voice that he did as Batman. Number one, he sounded about as tough as a bag full of cotton balls. And he didn't really nail the Bruce Wayne for me either. He, You know what I mean? He, he just he, he didn't nail either of them, man. It really, he was basically doing Patrick Bateman from American Psycho as Bruce Wayne. And it just, it didn't all the way work for me. I know a lot of hardcore Batman DC fans favor the um, the voice actor in the animated series. Um, I'm not... Oh, yeah. You know it kept in something. I know who you're talking about, yeah. I think he recently passed, actually, as well. Um, mm. But nonetheless, it, it's interesting because there's so many, there's so many different people that that put their stamp into being batman right and you know you think about tv adam west you have to give him his i mean you know before anybody else he was bringing that character to life 
Um, you know, and then you talk about the voice actors that, that give life to these animations that we watch in, in, uh, in the animated series and animated pictures. As far as motion pictures go, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I like the Christian Bale movies probably the best, even though I do like Michael Keaton's Batman. I just don't know. It's not Val Kilmer, I can tell you that. It's funny. It might actually be Ben Affleck. I don't know. I don't really want to say it out loud, but he might actually be the best Batman. Well, his I liked him his iteration of Batman. The he's, older he's Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing the Danny Glover lethal weapon. I'm too old for this shit, Batman, and he nailed it. Uh, Val Kilmer was a good Bruce Wayne. He he pulled that off well because at the time, you know, this before he got fat and out of shape, he was still suave and handsome and cool. Like you bought him as Bruce Wayne. Obviously, the movie didn't do him any favors. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Keaton did the best job of striking the balance between being the eccentric, uh, recluse Howard Hughes esque billionaire and being able to pull off the the, the Batman stuff as well. I, I would just say Clooney was the worst uh, with Kilmer together because Clooney couldn't pull off tortured in a superhero if he tried, <laughs> and he tried and he didn't. <laughs> Wasn't his bag, and the he he didn't have a, a good movie to work with either. Because we're coming out the you know the Tim Burton, and I don't know if you remember this man, but the Batman Returns, the one with Danny DeVito as Penguin and sure. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Sure, there was a lot of backlash to that movie because obviously the movie was made so they could sell toys, like it was made for kids so they could sell toys and shit like that. And there was a hell of a backlash that came out of that movie because it was so dark. Like McDonald's was pissed off. Because they had the rights to sell the toys, like they were, they they even had like so, they were on talk shows like Phil Donahue and Ricky Lake and shit like that, and and people were bringing kids on and talking about how violent and dark the Batman was, which was the main reason that Tim Burton didn't get invited back to you know finish up his trilogy, and they they went with Joel Schumacher who was all lights and explosions, and it it kind of it, it kind of referred back to the more campy style of the the 60s batman so robert pattinson's playing batman we all know that i think he's going to do a really good job of the younger coming into being batman right like figuring out exactly what he needs to do to be at you know his his, his get into his prime like he's just getting into his prime batman uh zoe kravitz is playing um selena kyle catwoman what are your thoughts on that from what you've seen in the trailers. Well, she's going to knock it out the park, man. Number one, shout out to Eartha Kid, the original black cat woman. But I mean, Eartha Kid, Holly Berry to uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I could draw that line. She's going to be phenomenal. She's going to add that sensuality and that sexuality of the role. You know, because Catwoman basically is like a femme fatale. Plus, she's a damn good actress as well. So I think that's perfect casting. Pattinson... I didn't know the brother could act. I, I didn't realize he could act until I saw him in uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet. And I said, okay, this Mellon Farmer's got some chops. He's not just uh, the Twilight shit. It's funny because the, 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 the kids that were in that Twilight shit, they could actually act. It was just a shitty movie. But that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him in that role. And I think overall, man, I'm here for the casting. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Sure, sure. That seems absolutely perfect. So, That's like, why did nobody else ever think of that, you know? So we're getting the, obviously, love-hate relationship with Batman and Catwoman because we all know that doesn't work out, even though it seems like from the trailers they're at the beginning of Batman, obviously, they're at the friendly stage. Um, 
the the Riddler and Penguin are are the the main villains. Then you know, uh, Paul Dano. I believe that's how you say his name. Dano or Dano? Paul Dano, right? I think it's Dano. Yeah. And playing the Penguin, Colin Farrell. That's interesting. I, that's going to be very interesting. Like the the. I would have loved to have seen Danny DeVito as the Penguin again, but I guess he's getting a little older, so. A little bit, a little, little long in the tooth, man. Which we, we, you know, we're rebooting it, and everybody's going a little bit skewing a little younger this time. But Colin Farrell, that's an interesting choice because there was a time where I thought he was next on deck, and and then the Alexander movie kind of bombed, and he kind of like went he, downhill from there. Like, but like he could have is... been, he could have been Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Ten years ago, yeah. If you would have told me Colin Farrell was going to play Batman, okay, I'm here for it. Sign me up for it, and it made it made sense. So this is interesting. So we'll see if he'll be able to kind of reinvent himself and have a second act, I guess, as a character actor. Because that's a that's an interesting role to pull off if you're able to pull it off. So, that, that yeah, we'll see. But I'm here for it because he can act. So, okay. But um, uh, one thing that I did want to say, though, man, regarding this movie, Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky, I think I'm saying that correct. I'm probably not. He's the guy that did The Wrestler and I believe he also did Requiem for a Dream. So you know where I'm going with this. Dude's a little out there. And there's some other movies he's done. I think he did Black Swan. Like, he's a little out there. So there was a treatment probably about maybe 10, 15 years ago for him to do a Batman story. Like, there's even a script. You could probably find the script online. And I believe the name of the movie was Batman Year One. And the reason that I brought it up is that it was going to be a, a darker, grittier more ear to the street rendition of the Batman. And, and and just from seeing the trailers to this new version of Batman, I see the DNA from the project that I just talked about in this Batman, which is uh, another reason that I'm very excited to go check it out. Yeah, right now I'm looking at the film history of Matt Reeves, who is the director on this film, um, which, you know, equally important uh, he's done a lot of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> he was producer on Felicity. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, everybody got started somewhere. Let Me In. He directed Let Me In. Uh, Cloverfield. So he's got some interesting... Uh, yeah, you know, he, yeah. he combined the... It's interesting. He did Paul Bearer with uh, David Schwimmer back in 99. Oh, wow. Um, I remember that. Yeah. That's when so, they thought he was going to have a career. So he's done horror. He's done romance. I mean, it seems like a really good match, to be honest with you. That sounds like a Batman story, doesn't it? It does. When you say Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield, and Let Me In, mm -hmm. th this could work. This might work. I think they're going to hit a home run with this one. Uh, everything I've heard from ratings so far and people who have seen super early sneak peeks, uh, someone at work today had a friend who was at the movie uh, last night, and they said it was great. And I was like, well, is this just a movie fan? Or And she's like, no, this is like a DC nerd. I'm like, okay, like to hear that because I'm going. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going actually with Aesop Mitchell, uh, Dave and Cudahy uh, from Down the Wire. Uh, so can't wait to... Uh, Go check that out. We are immediately going to be driving back to our domiciles post-movie and showing up on Bandwagon Nerds. Dave, probably about a half hour uh, into the show, and me, probably about 15, 20 minutes into the show, because 
the Batman will be ending about five minutes before recording time starts for Bandwagon Nerds, unless we push that back an hour, but I don't know. Patrick O'Dowd and uh, Dave Ungar are old men, and they need their regiment. They don't drink as much as Christopher and I, so they're slightly less flexible. (laughs) (laughs) I had been flexible in about eight years, man, but uh, thank you for saying that. Boy, you're telling me, man. Somebody was talking about, uh, they're like, oh, there's a basketball league. Ooh, let's, you know, get back into shape. I was like, oh, yeah, when does it start? And they're like, next Friday. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you let me know how that goes. I, I would need about six weeks to get back into playing basketball shape. Yeah, I would have to train like I'm going into the NBA season in order to get back in shape and, and be able to equip myself well enough and not embarrass myself to be in a league. Well, my mind knows that I'm young enough still that if I put six weeks into it, I could probably get back to near close to where I was five or six years ago when I stopped playing basketball. But, like, that's a lot of work. And I watch the NBA, and I see guys land on other people's feet, and I don't know how many times I've rolled my ankle and sprayed my ankle. Ask ask Satchel McFlippins, who I went to high school with. Like, it was generally I'd be walking around with a gimp. Like, he got excused to go late to class because he got to walk with me through the halls because I was either on crutches or gimping along and he'd just carry my shit. He'd be like, no, no, I don't want to get to class early. So, you know, it, it's just, uh, I got, I can't look at it when it happens on TV. Like last night, I think Jalen Brown and oh, somebody else also rolled their ankle and I'm watching the highlights mm-hmm. on sports center this morning and they keep showing it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to see his foot turn sideways. I don't know what your nagging injuries were. Uh, rolling ankles. Mm. I would roll my ankles. It didn't matter what kind of shoes I had on. It didn't oh, matter how many pairs just, of socks I had on, how many step ankle on bracelets foot. I wore. Yep. Yeah. Or sometimes just land wrong. So it was the rolling ankles, and I would I would constantly jam my fingers to the point where I have no motion in my fingers at this point, man. There's certain things I can't even do the Jimmy Superfly Snooker, I love you. I, I can't even do that shit, man, without it causing me extreme pain. <laughs> I hear you. All right, um, one to ten excitement level to see the Batman. I'm at a nine. Ah, I'll go eight because it is Batman. Batman and Spider Man, those are my guys. So I'll, I'll say eight. What are your expectations of the movie? To what? What do you? What, what do you expect to rate the movie coming in on a level of one to ten after you see it? I'll say seven and a half, eight, seven point seven five. I'm expecting a seven point seven five movie. I'm going to say eight, and the other reason I say eight is because the world that we live in, so you know it's going to be some snowflakey shit in there, and it's going to make me roll my eyes a little bit. I don't know where it's going to come from. We just know it's going to be there, so I'm going to say an eight. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll revisit that uh, either, I don't know, Platt and I are in a whole shit ton of shows, but right now you're listening to PC and Platt on Chairshot Radio Network. We'll be right back. We're going to actually talk some NBA basketball. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Why did I say flippity flip? I'm just going to go to a break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, PC and Platt, Chairshot Radio, Chairshot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms, and right there on thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always... Use your head. That's right. And head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a chair shot t-shirt. You know, plenty of great designs to make yourself the star of the event, gathering, party, etc., etc., where I'm sure you all use in Drizzly.com. But for now, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. That's right. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, Chris, let's talk some NBA basketball. It's been a minute or two. We are post all-star game. Did you want to get any thoughts in on the all-star weekend game events, et cetera, et cetera? The game itself was fun. Steph Curry showed his ass. Congratulations. That that was fun to watch him just shoot those threes. And that that's what the All-Star game is supposed to be about. And it had a great ending. I guess when you're playing to a specific score, it's you know more conducive to you having a, a great ending. The slam dunk, obviously. But don't change it. It's horrible. It's, it's downright. No. Yes, they got a good idea right to change don't. it. They got a good idea. I heard it. No, no, no. Stephen A. and Isaiah Thomas. Hold on, hold on. Before I, I, I misspoke, man. I said I meant to say don't not not don't change it, but don't 
Don't relegate it. Obviously, don't get rid of it. Don't get rid of it. No, 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 no. Don't don't push it down the card is what I'm saying. Oh. It should always be the main event of All-Star Weekend. We just there, there's some tweaks that obviously need to be made. And the biggest tweak is we got to get some stars back in this. Well, thing, man. You, you, you remember us growing up, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, even in the early 2000s, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, like you had idea, named players. Did you hear the idea that Stephen A. and Isaiah Thomas had and they both said they'd financially back the idea? Did you hear the idea? What do you think? Well, did you like it? No, I didn't hear the fucking idea, man. You know, oh. I fuck with Stephen A. Smith. I love me some Isaiah Thomas. You know that. So That's my man. They said they should take the dunk contest and open it up to amateurs around the country. And that each all star and each like LeBron and Giannis and um, Jimmy Butler and, and Kevin Durant, they would all they would be like four guys that would each get a dunk team and they'd each get three amateurs from around the country, whoever that actually, you know, the best dunkers aren't in the NBA except for the fucking star stars that don't do it anymore. Like you said, so to fix that, you go out and you get these guys to actually mentor and coach these younger up and coming guys with tons of talent. And they come in and do their crazy dunks because they're going to do it and get it right. The first or second time, you're not going to be sitting here for eight minutes waiting for a guy to fucking dunk a basketball. Bro, it's NBA All-Star Weekend. Key word in that phrase being stars, okay? I don't want to see motherfucking Dante fucking Hightower Jenkins from Buttfuck, <laughs> Arkansas doing some fucking and one dunks during All-Star Weekend. No, I'm good. I could go on YouTube and watch that shit if that's what I wanted to do with my time. Okay. No, I'm just saying we've got to figure out a way to incentivize the stars getting back into this thing because it's a star driven league. The N- NBA is the most star driven league out of all of them. And now we're not going to have any stars in the dunk contest. That's what we're doing. And then you give guys 18 minutes or 18 attempts to try to get the dunk. Once you miss it twice, I don't even want to see it. Well, that's I'm a, good. That was it. That was the old thing. You got two attempts and that was the end of it. Right. So the second Figure that shit out, Marty. Or or so the, <laughs> or or the second time you just better damn well go up there and do a dunk you can fucking make. Figure that shit out, Marty. You don't watch Ozark, so you probably won't get that. Somebody I will though. Don't, but you probably hit a lot of our of our audience there. Yeah. A- audience. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't need to see, you know I yeah, I don't need to see people I don't know dunking. You can do that on YouTube, you can do that, you can go to the gym and see that shit. Okay, so let's talk about the successes of the weekend. The game is the game. The the they they put the rule in at the end of the game with a with a target to hit to end the game, so every game ends on a winning shot. They did the same thing in the basketball tournament, which is excellent, by the way. If you if you love basketball and watching good basketball, watch the basketball tournament. Like these are guys who are really playing for this fucking money, and they're not playing stupid. They know how to exasperate another team's weakness, and they take advantage of it, and they do it at a high level. That's really fun basketball to watch because, it, to me, it's it's more like college, but with guys who can actually make shots. Um, let's talk about the good things of the weekend. Did you like the the skills challenge where it was three on three on three, the Cavs versus the rookies versus the the Antetokounmpo's? I liked it because the Cavs won, and those young guys got to showcase their talents. The Anacupos, man, so 
can't nobody in the family shoot, huh? Like, why you know, is, oh, we, so I'm talking to my guy Tyler at work, and I'm like, why the hell is Thanasis stepping up to take this fucking three? I don't get it. I mean, at least yet the young – I thought he'd be the last guy to shoot it. Let the young brother or, or Giannis take it. Giannis has been making some. I guess Giannis didn't want to go out there and miss because you know, you know Garland was making that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was fun. It, right. it really was. And the, yeah, that was fun. Obviously, the three-point contest, I think that was the star of Saturday night. That was a lot of fun as well. But overall, man, it was a successful weekend, I thought. I really liked the uh, the, the uh, 75th anniversary celebration as well. Shout out to Michael Jordan, who was probably the big winner of the week. He came in off the jet hot from the Daytona 500, drunk off his ass. You already know it. Michael probably getting drunk off some shit we never even heard of before. Comes in, gets introduced last. Didn't get booed in Cleveland, which that was shocking. You can thank LeBron in 2016 for that, because had that not happened, that Mellon Farmer would have got booed. And then he gets to fondle Mary J. Blige during the whole festivities as well. So shout out to Michael <laughs> Jordan, prove it again, why he is the GOAT. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What is wrong with you? What? Uh, MJ on MJ. What's the one? It's all good. I, mean, I ain't hating on you. Yeah. I was, say, I was like, oh. Well, you know, what Good did you him. think of, uh, we gotta, we gotta pick a day to, to grab that list and analyze it. Uh, the, cause they rank oh, the those, 75. they rank those players too, yeah. you know? Cause, um, cause there's some guys that should have been on there that weren't on there. Like it's a well, damn shame. And, and you talk about, on that list. and you talk about Isaiah, your guy, Isaiah Thomas is like 20 something on that list. Right. Like. Like not like early twenties, like twenty sixth or twenty eighth or something. No, that, like that's, that, that's a little that's a little too low. That's low. Yeah. Just just so tell I think, people I think who didn't live through the Isaiah Thomas era. Right. I was there. And that I don't, man could have averaged thirty five points a, my bad Teddy, but that man know. could average thirty five points a game if he wanted to. But he supplemented his own individual stats in order for the team to win and it worked out for him. And I'd like to do this with Ray and D P and maybe O'Dowd and Ungar as well. Um Maybe that's too many people, but and talk about that list specifically and have a show and make it more about like Isaiah Thomas not being higher up on the list and not more about like maybe the last five minutes will go. Who are the top three? Like everybody, if if mostly everybody who I think is right with me, let me I was about to I was about to throw some real judgment out there and hypocrisy. So I'll just I'll preface it with that. Most people would put Jordan LeBron and Jabbar uh, in the top three basketball players in the history of, of basketball, considering their accomplishments um, in high school, uh, college, and NBA. Yeah, and, you know, quiet is kept, man. Jabbar might be the, the best person, the best player to ever pick up a basketball, but he's not looked at in that light because of situations and circumstances that literally have nothing to do with the game. If but I, ask- we, we'll... We'll get into that later. Right. When we, whenever we do this. Well, if you ask your boy Isaiah Thomas, and this was the fun, this was the fun I had. I listened to him and Stephen A. did some stuff um, one of the days last week, I think it was, or maybe that was Monday. Um, he said until he's he's got he's got Jordan third. <laughs> he's got Jabbar, LeBron, and then Jordan, and he says once LeBron passes Jabbar in points all time he'll have lebron one so obviously there's some not love for isaiah and jordan but that's why, fine why, you can have that opinion why would he why, why would he and but at the same time, time the... but at the same time 
Jordan also did comment and say that is way too low of a ranking for Isaiah Thomas on the list. He's out there actually saying that. So that's fine. I don't think Jordan's offended. I don't think Jordan gives a fuck what Isaiah Thomas says, to be honest with you. Um, I think Why Chris, wouldn't he say that, though? Right. Like, I mean, throughout the majority of their rivalry, he was beating Jordan's ass up until the end when the Pistons got over. Why wouldn't he say that? Right. And for the and, majority of his and Bird's rivalry, Bird was beating his ass up until the end. You know, it's like Isaiah doesn't and, see the forest from the trees mainly. Still, He's still the only guy to knock off Magic, Bird, and Jordan. Nobody else can say they did that. Nobody else can say they did that but Isaiah Thomas. Right. Did he not? Am I lying? Like, what lies have I told here, sir? I don't know, but did Jordan knock off Magic, Isaiah, and Bird? No, he never beat the Celtics. There you go. Yeah, never beat the Celtics. And never beat Kareem. Isaiah beat Kareem, too. I, yeah, it was tail in Kareem, but still. Still Kareem. No other man knocked off Jordan, Bird, Magic, and Kareem. Well, like I said, we're not going to have this conversation right now. <laughs> All right, let's get into the second half of the season here, right? Uh, Lakers struggling just to make the playoffs, the play in. I mean, what? It, talk to me, Goose. I mean, we're even. It's official. They're, they lost their 34th game last night. So uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on, on these Lakers? LeBron said, you know, as, as long as I'm not dead, I still got a chance. He's right. As long as he's not dead, they still do have a puncher's chance, I mean, especially they're considering they're ninth right now. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be in the playoff game or in the play in game. Rather, they're, we know that. And as long as Kawhi and Paul George don't come back, you're telling me Phoenix is probably going to get the top seed. We don't know what Chris Paul is looking like health wise. Last year, Aiden outplayed Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis also wasn't healthy. You're telling me they don't have a puncher's chance in that series? Maybe we get to a situation where it's like 2-2 and LeBron says, fuck this shit. I'm I'm just going to be LeBron and he wraps that up like that. They have a puncher's chance. I wouldn't bet on it. I already lost the money I bet on it. So yeah, but they, yes, they have a puncher's chance because LeBron is LeBron. Uh, my fear and concern is that LeBron is exerting so much energy trying to keep this team afloat right now that I don't know what he's going to have left in the tank come postseason. Plus the the rumors and the rumblings that he's having some issues with front office. This is the part about LeBron that I I love LeBron. He's coming to but Milwaukee. this is the part about LeBron. Like we got we got to be fair, right? You know I love LeBron. Bought me a championship, but we got to be fair. I hate this number one this passive aggressive bullshit. He'll leak some shit to one of his people in the media or throw something on Instagram or something like that. Like that that just leads that's bitch shit. And it leads to dissension because people clearly know what you're talking about. And then somebody's going to come in the locker room talking about, hey, man, was that about me? And you're like, nah, man, it's all good. And plus this tug of war that he's getting into with, uh, with Rob Lowe. I know it's Rob Palenka, but Rob Lowe, the general manager of the Los literally, Angeles. Literally. Literally Rob Palenka. I swear to God, man, I, I thought this whole time when I would see Magic and Palenka together, I'm thinking because they would always be at the games together. And I'm thinking, damn. I had no idea Magic Johnson and Rob Lowe were that tight. <laughs> Magic Johnson and I were literally on the Atkins diet hanging out together. <laughs> but no, but this is LeBron's MO, though. Like, he obviously, they obviously consulted him about the Westbrook trade. He obviously wanted AD to be there with him, and now it's not working out, and he's bad because they have no assets to get any better because 
they got they gave away all the assets to get who you wanted in this melon farmer. And this is uh, the dirty little secret. I don't know. I'm sure somebody has said it, but I'm saying it too. So my cry two tears in the bucket. Fuck it. That's the main reason that he left Miami. See, in Cleveland, he knows he has the Cavalier organization over a barrel. Plus, the way he would structure those contracts with the Cavs, there would always be an out clause in the contract. So if they didn't do what he wanted them to do, it was always it was always hanging over their head that he could leave. So they had to do everything they could and mortgage their future to try to get better and and, you know, to keep LeBron happy. Well, when he went down to Miami, he wasn't pulling that shit because it became abundantly clear automatically off rip. It's Pat Rowley. Like, I'm the boss here. Like, point blank period. And LeBron didn't like that, which was one of the reasons he left Miami. And now he's running into something similar here in Los Angeles because Jeannie Buss ain't no hoe. Like, she's been in this game for the majority of her life. She's been involved in basketball, so she knows what she's doing, and you're not going to be able to steamroll her like you did Dan Gilbert. And you see a lot of that friction coming right now because of some of the moves they've made, and obviously they didn't work out. So it's going to be very interesting to see. I think he still has a year left on his on his contract here with L.A., which is another reason they don't have to acquiesce to him. So it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. In, in terms of LeBron and, and what happens next. Cause that uh, one, one little, one other thing, man, and I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you talk. But one of the dirtiest little secrets in the league is that LeBron wants to go back to Cleveland. And if you look at that roster and look, he just said he that don't young, Didn't he just say he don't want to go back to Cleveland. I thought he just said he really doesn't want to play for Cleveland. If, if he said that he's lying, I guarantee you he's lying. Like, why wouldn't you? You see all those young studs. Man, they're a young, fun what, team to play with. What, and you sitting up there with the goddamn said, cast of the Expendables I'm sure, Part 6. I'm pretty sure he said he doesn't want to go back to Cleveland, or he couldn't see going back to Cleveland now, and that money doesn't matter. Right. He only wants to play with his son one year, at least. So, the perfect place for that is the Milwaukee Family Bucks. We'll pay as much as we can, but think about this. We'll draft Bronny. We'll even make him even get 15 minutes a game, whatever works, man. But think about it. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and insert Serge Ibaka, uh, uh, Brooke Lopez, uh, Bobby Portis, one of those other three. Like, he already loves playing with Giannis. Look, I mean, you don't have to do any of the LeBron stuff he had to do in Miami. He can do all the LeBron stuff he does in L.A., and he doesn't even have to play that much defense anymore. Well, number one, that's still at least two years away from happening because Brody's a junior in high school right now. They might wait. And that I think rule. he's only he's probably only the fourth or fifth best player on his high school team right now, which probably means he's going to have to do at least a year of college. So we're looking at about three years down the road where that's even a thing. Listen, the Nassus, of course he wants to play with his son. Listen, yes. Listen, the Nassus is getting like 15, 20 minutes a game. OK. And good for him. And we're winning championships, so we could let Bronny play for five, six minutes and win a championship. Well, we'll hold your horses there, Slugger. You, you've won championship. <laughs> Chip. All right, listen, you're from Singular. Cleveland. You're from Cleveland. Don't talk to me about championships. Exactly. The one we got is worth like four because it's Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk exactly. about let's talk about the rest of the NBA real quick. What do you see? Um, I mean, I think the West is pretty much what the West is, right? I mean, Phoenix and Golden State are at the top. Memphis is emerging. Ja dropping fifty two the other night. The guy looks like 
the next best thing since sliced bread, right? Oh, I love him. Between Ja and my man uh, in Cleveland, those are my two favorite players to watch right now. Talking about the Basquiat-looking brother. I forgot his name off the top of my head. As far as the Eastern Conference goes, is it still New Jersey or Brooklyn, Philly, and Milwaukee? Or do the Heat, Bulls, Cavs, are, are they actually contenders? Heat, yes. Heat's definitely a contender. And I've, I've read that Oladipo is getting ready to come back. Sure. That's a team that's... Adebayo looks healthy now again. Did you see the play? He oh, came he off the ball. ball and helped. Like, he switched with P.J. Tucker and came back to get the help block at the rim. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. He, he he covered P.J.'s guy and came back and got his guy to block the alley. That was an amazing play. Oh, yeah, he's been balling. And that Heat team is specifically built and designed for a postseason run. Sure, so agree. as long as they end in the top five, man, they, yeah. they're they going to have a they're gonna have a shot. Uh, what's going on with y'all, man? Why'd y'all stop playing defense? I don't know. I think that they're tired. Like, Holiday and fucking Middleton literally got on a plane three days afterwards, went to China, played in the Olympics, came back, got in a hot tub for two days, and then had to go back to fucking training camp. I think we're getting closer. Uh, the problem is, is Connaughton has been out as well, and he's been a guy who's picked up a lot of slack when we've been missing people. we got to get Hill back on the court. Lopez I apparently is a, is three weeks away. Like, they're going to try and get him in the last three weeks of the season, acclimate him, and let's go. Serge Ibaka's getting used to playing in the system as well, I think, learning the defense. I think they'll be good to go. They, I think the toughest thing for them is going to be getting through the first round. If they can win the first round, they'll have as good a chance as they did last year, right? I think... People really underestimate that Giannis is Giannis. You know, he's only better, right? He's really made those free throws this year. He's improved that shooting percentage. So we'll see what happens when playoff comes. Bobby Portis has stepped into a nice role. I mean, if you think about it, you get Lopez back and he can play 20 minutes a game even. That's that's a plus, right, At where he was last year once we get into the first round of the playoffs. that means That means your second string is... Wes Matthews, George Hill, um, Bobby Portis, Serge Ibaka, and um, who am I missing here? Shit. Pat and Pat Connaughton. And Pat Connaughton. That that doesn't sound as good as you think it does, by the way. Yeah, but those guys. <laughs> but that's what the but that's what the starting lineup of Holiday, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez, and Grayson Allen. Okay, that's fair, but half of those guys are old. I'm talking about that bitch. They're old. They're basically a box of chocolates on the Forrest Gump side yeah, but, of the same but getting, game, brother. You but never getting, know what you're going to get from game but, to game. But getting the majority of those minutes is is, is Connaughton and Portis. you got to think about that. Yeah, a guy that in Portis that disappeared during the finals last year. No, he didn't. Eh, he made some he big threes. Well. He made some big threes. At the end, at the end, yes, yes, okay, but... Eh. Uh, but but that's let me not say a this, part man. of the finals. Who, 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 who would okay touche? But who would have thought that the quick the turnaround time from the, the bubble and, and then heading into the Olympics would have a negative effect on some of the players that had to go through that? Who 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 who? That who, was who, you. I know. Yeah. Okay. Coming? You need to be right once in a while. There you go. All right. Let's get let's get to some predictions. Uh, let's just call conference finals here since we're talking NBA. We'll round it out with that. I I would. I mean, I can't not see the Warriors and and Suns being in the conference finals in the West and in the East. 
Obviously, I would say the Milwaukee Bucks. For right now, I'd have to go with the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't see them losing a lot of games. Word is DeAndre Jordan's going to head out there. I don't know if that's going to help. The guy couldn't throw a pass it, from it the free throw line it to will. the free throw line. Uh, but at least it could be five minutes that Embiid gets more on the bench. They have nobody. They literally have like a 6'5 guy backing up at center this right now. Um, but I still think it'd be Philly just because Harden and Embiid, if they're healthy, that's really tough to stop. I you, what do you think? I don't know. Man, Memphis looks good. <laughs> this is tough, man, because I don't. I wish I had the standings in front of me because I think seeding, especially out east, seeding is going to make a, a, a tremendous deal of difference here. Uh, gun to my head, it's tough right now because injuries are kind of key right now. We don't know what's going on with Draymond. We don't know what's going on with Chris Paul. Obviously, you got to say Golden State and Phoenix, but again, those injuries... Maybe Memphis swings, you know, maybe they, they get in there. Who knows? Jamal well, Murray is supposed to be coming back for yes. Denver. Maybe they could be a surprise. Yeah, and somebody else for Denver, going, too. Nobody knows, what's, who, nobody knows what's going on with uh, Kawhi either. Like, you can't rule them well. out if, if Kawhi and Paul George are able to come back healthy. <sighs> but, you, I mean, you just don't know, man. Like, who, we, who do we have more intel on, Zion or Kawhi? Okay. Well, I, I think you, Jimmy Hoffa, actually, I don't out, know, of the three, out of the two. I, you established a couple of, of key points for Zion uh, some time ago. We haven't really established many for the claw. That's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, gun to my head, you got to go with Phoenix, Golden State right now. In the East, again, it, it depends on seeding, but I, I'm going to go Brooklyn, Miami. Because this is how dumb James Harden looks right now, because New York is talking about lifting the the vaccine sanctions, which means Kyrie will be able to play, which is like I said, the day before the trade was finalized. Stay pat. Stay the course. Be cool. It's going to work out. Cool. Be cool. All right. Good deal. I like it. That's the NBA. We'll talk more as we go along here. We're We're just getting to the good stuff, Jerry. Um, speaking of that, you know, make sure you're listening to DWI podcast every Saturday morning. We are going to be reviewing the season finale of, of, of season one, episode five, I believe. Um, what, what is it? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. Another reason why y'all need to tune in to the DWI podcast. So you can find out too. It's called the tease in the in the industry, sir. Oh, I'm going to tell you because I want you to just laugh because you're going to laugh and then we're going to go to commercial and we're going to come back with uh, a double topic lightning round finale. Uh, it's the stock tip, brother. It's the stock tip. We get a good one. We finally get a good one. We finally get a good one. We got a couple okay ones, but we finally get a good one. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Chair Shot Radio Network. PC and Platt, Chair Shot Radio. Use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, folks. This is it. This is the last topic of the day. We got two of them, though. They're both sports-related. Let's start with this, Chris. You you didn't see this. This will be a quick one. Um so a player impact award on, on the PGA tour, uh, it's a new thing that they gave out and, uh, it, it, it was almost all decided 
until Phil opened his mouth about this brand new golf league, right? And in December, he went out and put out a tweet about how this, that, and the other, and his crazy fans, and he'd like to thank them ahead of time because he's going to win this, you know, first place $8 million player impact award, popularity award for PGA, right? Well, then he comes and opens his mouth about this new Saudi golf league and everything, and, well, lo and behold, guess who swoops into number one? Phil's buddy. Who's Phil's buddy, Chris? Who is it? Go ahead, let us know. Teak Ray? Yes, it's Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods went Phil's out. buddy. I, I rolled my eyes as he <laughs> says Phil's buddy. Uh, I, even I know that one, but so, go on. So... Tiger goes ahead on social media on his Twitter and uh, quotes Phil's tweet of thanking everybody for his first place award and puts out with full emojis, hands up, palms up. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger gets Phil again. Phil just can't win when it comes to Tiger Kenny. At all. Shout out to T. Gray. He hasn't played in he played one tournament in the last three years, but he's still man of the year in golf. That's hilarious to me. Phil, what what were you thinking, sir? How'd you think that was going to go? I just thought you'd enjoy that. I thought you'd enjoy that. It was hilarious. Clip. Yeah, it was excellent. All right. Now what we're going to do, folks, is UFC. We always enjoy a good fight. If if you're not listening to the Five Rounds podcast with Megs and Carlos, then you're you're not doing yourself a favor. You can find that on Chairshot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming services. Just go ahead and look it up. Five Rounds podcast, plenty of great interviews, even more great insight from the fellas. I know when Chris and I have a question when it comes to MMA, we're going right to Megs. So shout out to him, Colby Covington. And Jorge Masvidal are having a fight, and these guys used to be friends, but it don't seem like it anymore, Chris, does it? It doesn't at all, and this is funny. This is like a heel versus heel matchup, but I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Masvidal is one of the more exciting fighters out there because he's always got a puncher's chance because of his power. And Covington, you know, I know a lot of people don't like him, but he might be the most skilled guy in that division not named Usman. So this was going to be interesting, and it's always great when people fight when there's bad blood, you know, and both of these guys are expert shit talkers. Who you got this weekend, man? I think I'm going Covington. Who you got? Oh, man. I don't know. This could be a work, too, you know. These Like, Masvidal called him out about being broke and having to pay his bills and shit and, like, stuff like that. Like, these guys have talked about, I think, Covington talked about Jorge's family or something like they're putting in all the work right all the work that two guys that have known each other for a long time said hey you know how we really make some money is fucking talk to ever living shit out of it with each other and then we hug it out at the listen I said this is the biggest question of the weekend if they hug it out at the end well then I don't know you know to be continued we might have to get Mag's opinion on this like that's where I want to know um I I guess, like, I want to. I, I guess I'm rooting for Masvidal. <laughs> I usually do. Yeah. I usually do. Um, but I think he's gonna he win. I think he's gonna win. I think he's the guy. It's funny because, like, I pick UFC now too by like the guy that could be more entertaining and make more money moving forward. Like, if he could get on a roll and get a title shot again, that would make a hell of a lot more money than Colby Covington getting on a roll and having another title shot. 
even though that's more likely, apparently, I guess. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. This like, is a five rounds podcast. I don't know, man, because, you know, Kobe, he's, you know, he's kind of steering into the skid of this this MAGA character. So that means half the country's going to love him. The half country's going to hate suppose, him. I but suppose. he's he's captivating and provocative. You know what I mean? So like you're saying, I don't know. It's, like, always, it's always good to be back with proper heels. It's always good to be working with proper heels again. But, yeah, this is I think this is going to be an entertaining fight. This is probably I probably haven't looked forward to a UFC fight this much in quite a while. I can't remember the last one I was this excited about. It's probably maybe Derek Lewis or something, but that's just because of, you know, personal rooting interest. But, yeah, this one's going to be interesting. And it just goes to show you, Tony, everything you were talking about, how they were talking cash money shit with each other. You know, UFC is doing professional wrestling right now better than professional wrestling is. Word. All right. I'm trying to look up a fact here. I think it's Makachev who bowed out because of injury to Dos Anjos. So Renato Moicano stepped in. You also have Edson Barboa or Barboza against Bryce Mitchell. Kevin Holland and Alex Oliveira. Excellent uh, welterweight matchup. Yeah. Uh, heavyweight. Sergey Spivak and Greg Hardy. I think I hope I said that right. So this is. You this know. Is... Oh, you what? You can't pronounce Greg Hardy, dude. Come on. Sergey Spivak, I think Spivak, 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 Spivak. It was a joke, man. You should have just chuckled and gone about your day. Couldn't do it. Um, but so those are the names. If you want to hear them pronounced correctly and in a British accent, listen to Five Rounds podcast once again. I think I just brought this topic up so we could pimp Magnus a little bit. Shout out to Mags, man, the hardest working man across yeah. the pond, man. And he's doing it while drinking a spot of tea and eating toast with beans on it. So show Mags some love, man. I don't know. He drinks a lot of whiskey. Yeah, I would, too, if I had to eat beans with toast or toast with beans on it. Okay. Don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shout out to Mags, though, man. Seriously, his 86 podcast and everything he's got going on. Yeah, I'm trying to find his social media here so I can... There it is, at Podfather Mags, for crying out loud. I could have told you that. No, I think it used to be at DJ or Kirkby or something, and he switched it to Podfather Mags. All I know is Podfather Mags, sir. At Podfather Mags on Twitter. Go All make right. sure y'all go fox with him. If, if you want to get some expert UFC and MMA analysis... All right, what... I think mine was... Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you then? I'm all over the chair shot. All you got to do is turn on a podcast and you'll hear True my story. voice. Yeah. If, if if you want to interact with me personally, you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. And uh, make sure you tune out, tune into the uh, next edition of DWI, man. We're going to be going over the uh, season finale of the Seinfeld Chronicles, as it was previously known. And really good shoe, really good shoe. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, you can follow me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. Like I said, continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Shout out Bandwagon Nerds. Going through the Ought Project. That's uh, movies from 2000 to 2009. This next Monday will be drama. This past Monday was family movies. We've previously done sports, horror, um, the action and... Uh, uh, what the action and uh, comedy? Are to Adventure. Follow. Oh. No, no, yeah, action we, and comedy. 
Shout out to Bandwagon Nerds. If you're not listening, it's the best podcast that you're not listening to. But we need to update y'all criteria for this shit because y'all be having some questionable ass polls at the beginning of the week, gentlemen. Hey, I need to come back in a great shot with my presence in the next few weeks. Although I I, kind of feel a way because I told y'all I was available if you needed me and I never heard anything else. You know, so I'm gonna I'll defend Patrick in saying that in list shows, if you have more than four people, it took us two and a half hours to get through that show. Fair, it would have been a fair, three hour fair, show. Non list show, it would have been yeah, fucking but you know you can always text me. Um I know, man. I'm just talking shit. Don't pay me any attention. <laughs> but yeah, we, we need to update our, our criteria, man, because yeah, yeah. Some of them some of them polls be a little sus, man. I love each and every one of y'all, but uh how's up not one of the best animated films in the last 10 years or yeah whatever the criteria was how's up not there listen, it was heart wrenching listen I'm not, having, I'm not having this argument with you right now we gotta get the <laughs> hell out of here also listen to the Greg DeMarco show from this past week uh, hashtag Miranda show uh, IZW updates right now you've been listening to PC and Platt Chairshot Radio Network thechairshot.com always use your head Through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.